0: 21st century doing something mean to it do it better than anybody you ever seen do it screams from the haters got a nice ring to it i guess every superhero need his the What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid, and I am your host, Austin Krell. The Sixers, after a uh, wire-to-wire win against the the Los Angeles Clippers in LA on Tuesday night, they went into Phoenix uh, to play those lowly Suns to wrap up their West Coast roadie and, um, you know, the last game of their home of their road trip, um, second half of a back-to-back, the Suns are the worst, are bottom three in the NBA. They, they, they're 9 and 29 on the season. Um, and so you thought that the Sixers would maybe be a little tired from last night's game. Um, you know they, they led for the majority. They led all, pretty much all game against the Clippers. There was a stretch in the fourth quarter where it was closer, but they largely had control for the entire thing. And um, you thought that tonight would probably be a, a similar story. Um, there was no, there was there was no Jimmy Butler tonight due to a due to an upper respiratory. Infection. There was no. Um. Th- there was no Wilson Chandler tonight because of a similar issue. It must have been something that they caught out in L.A. or maybe on a plane. Um. I, I know that I've gotten a bit sick after after flights before, and amused uh, that, also upper respiratory infection can be code for. Um, that and gastroenteritis can be code word for hungover or something of that variety. I'm not speculating. I'm just saying that that it's possible. Um, But anyway, they were without Butler and Chandler tonight, and so Jonah Bolden got the start. Fekan Korkmaz got the start. And the team was really rolling throughout the first half of this game, in fact, quite easily winning, um, quite quite easily dominating for the first two and a half quarters. It led by twelve after one forty four to thirty two. They led seventy to seventy two to forty nine. Halftime. Suns made a run in the third quarter to get it to a. Uh, they they had been down. They were at one point down ninety three to sixty three, but they got it to a um a, a seventeen point game heading into the fourth. And then um the Suns really made it interesting. They, they went on a huge run in the fourth. Ultimately got it to I think three points very, very late in the final seconds of the fourth. Sixers do stay on top of that. They do win the game one thirty two to one twenty seven. Should never have been that close to begin with, but it is what it is. Um you know that, that without Butler tonight um, and, you know, with that, still, without the same without the, the same guys that they've had all year long, the same, um, you know, crappy role players, you don't want to start Korkmaz. You don't want to play Korkmaz 30 minutes. You probably shouldn't be playing Mike Mescal at 23 minutes. You probably shouldn't be playing Demetrius. You should not be playing Demetrius Jackson 14 minutes. You should not be playing um, TJ McConnell 28 minutes. Uh, so, you know, just to test them to their depth, Brett Brown, I thought, did – Make some questionable decisions at times with, with his lack of timeout calling on some plays or with his decision to sub him, beat out when he did. Um, but, you know, he had to give him some rest because he was dominating, was playing a ton. Um, but really, it's a matter of the bench not being able to hold it. And so the Sixers, but doesn't matter. The Sixers win the game 132 to 127. Um, Embiid was just unbelievably sensational tonight. 36 minutes for him, 42 points, on only 23 shots. He made 17 of 19 free throws to go along with 18 rebounds, three steals, two blocks, four turnovers. Turnovers, I think, are probably just going to be a thing that we're going to have to accept for this year. I mean, he still hasn't learned how to handle turnovers yet. I don't think. I think it's a matter of he spent the summer working on his conditioning and working working on his... You know, re- really having a full, healthy summer for the first time in in, in years, and really of his career, and so he was working on the on the conditioning, on some other skills. And you know, it, it's it's not a big deal. He's he's the best center in the league, probably a top five, six, seven player. Um, and so, you know, you'll live with the turnovers. You'll you'll have to because he, he's he's damn dominant, and you know, every player has weaknesses. Ben Simmons, 40 minutes tonight, 29 points. Only took 11 shots, but he made 15 of his 23 free throws. That's, I think, I'm not exactly sure. I think that's about 64%, maybe 66%. Um, we'll call it in the middle, say at 65%. And so, um, you know, not outstanding, but but you know pretty pretty good for ben pretty good um i was impressed that he was that he remained aggressive even though he knows he's not a great free throw shooter everyone knows he's not a great free throw shooter they even implored that they hack a ben late in the fourth quarter um but he remained aggressive remained resi- remained um you know determined and he got to the line 23 times made 15 of them six assists for him three rebound only three rebounds that's that's a joke you should have more than three rebounds but whatever um, four turnovers. So you know, you you just you want to see him improve the jump shot. He didn't take any tonight. You want to see him improve turnovers by the mid by the midpoint of this season, which is where we're just about at. I think it's pretty evident that, that that's not going to happen. He's 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 going to be what he is. What he's going to be is a a a transition point guard, a transition point forward for the season. A little better at shooting free throws, not much, but a little better. And he he's gonna get you know he's gonna be aggressive, and um you know that's just what he is. He's gonna be a turnover prone point forward, and I'm not even sure turnover prone is the right word for it. But four turnovers for for your ball handler who plays forty minutes is is a bit is a bit much. Reddick was great tonight, twenty seven points, um, five of eight from downtown. He was back. To, it seemed like he was back to his old JJ ways of last year, coming off of screens. On, on, you know, it wasn't even like it wasn't even um, plays that he was just catching, shooting. It was catching, going under a screen, one dribble into it, into a, th- into a three, and nailing it. He was coming off of screens, top of the key, making uh, threes, stepping to the side and fading to fading to either side. He he did a he did a great job tonight, um, knocking down the long ball. Twenty seven points for him, four assists, four rebounds. Um, you know he he had, he had a signature game for him. Uh, miles played 30 minutes. He had 10 points on two of seven from three, um, th- three assists, four rebounds, three turnovers, four fouls. He made a huge shot earlier in the fourth when the, when, when the Suns were running and he, it was a step back three. The lead was, I think at eight and, the, and his three minute made, made it 11. No, it was six. He made it nine. I think, um, you know, he, he turns the ball over um, some. He's, he's pretty slow. He's obviously very slow, not a good defender. And so a team like the Suns that are very athletic, very long, um, and very young, they're going to probably – they're, they're going to look to exploit him. They're going to look to switch him and look to get him onto their best scorer, and they're going to look to try to get him the foul. And he did – he fouled a lot tonight, and he made a lot of dumb fouls. Um, and he played towards the end with Devin Booker. where Booker rose for a three, and, um, you know – the, the the textbook, the Austin Krell textbook of defending, which is a book that I must admit I never used much in my playing days, um, but it's you know it, I've I've made it pretty pretty dense over time, and uh, he you know, you're supposed to you're supposed to defend standing straight up in the last two minutes. If I were a coach, I'd put icy hot on my players' armpits in the last two minutes of the game. Just to keep, just to, just that way they don't put their arms. They, they keep their their arms up, straight up in the air. Don't jump. Just stand there, stand in the way. When you're when you're up, multiple possessions in the closing minutes of the game. Don't foul anybody. He fouled Booker. Booker went to the line, made I think three free throws, and um. It closed the lead. It closed the lead to a, I I forget what the score was, but you know it was just, it was it was an unnecessary foul and a long three. And um, you know Booker was able to squ- put points on the board and and, and bring it closer without running out of time off the clock. Um, and so you know while while Korkmaz can make a nice play once in a while, he had a beautiful play to Embiid where he 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 attacked, drew the drew the the, drew the double, and then wrapped around pass for Embiid for for an easy for an easy uh, finish to the rim. Um, you, you know he makes a couple nice plays late in games here and there, but I think he's largely not a rotation player. And I don't think it's changing at any point. No matter, you know, two years, I don't think two, two, three years, four years, I don't see him being a rotation player on a good team. I think he's too slow, doesn't defend. Bolden played 16 minutes. He was great last night. He was terrible tonight. Um, Four points on two of three shooting, four fouls, four four rebounds, two assists. Doesn't sound like a terrible game, but it's terrible, in my opinion, because. He committed three fouls in the first three minutes of the game. So basically, you're playing down a starter within the first three minutes, and it, and it just—it's so inefficient, and it's—it's it's impossible to trust a guy and give him significant minutes against any team when he's committing four, fa- three fouls in the first four minutes against the worst team in the NBA. And it's—I uh, know that it's worrisome because he's a rookie, but it's just like, like, dude, focus on what you're doing. You know, don't don't. Don't commit dumb shooting fouls. He ran, he ran through T.J. Warren on a three, and Warren was o for was was for the night. And he ran through him and got called for a foul on a three point shot. Warren made two of the three, but it was just so unnecessary. Like run past on the closeout. You don't run through. You run past on the closeout. You avoid body contact. You just want to get in the guy's. You want the guy to see you in his peripheral vision, and then mentally, you know, uh, fuck up the shot. You don't. You don't want. You don't, you don't want to hit the guy. He's taking a, a three. Especially a guy's not a good three-point shooter. Just, just, just run past him, make him see you, and then you know, you'll know over the results. But don't foul. Um, anyway, the bench was pretty much the same bench as usual. Um, Miscala, 23 minutes. Uh, Shamit, 16 minutes. TJ, 28 minutes. Demetrius Jackson, 14 minutes. Mescala scored zero took one shot four rebounds uh, two turnovers five fouls he's just soft and he and he's not very good I thought I thought he was better early on in the season very inconsistent with the shot maybe he's not confident right now I don't really I can't comment I don't know but I mean he just he, he just is struggling and uh, he's he, he could be playing a bigger role in this team but he's not and you see why he was never a big player Piece in Atlanta, even when they were even when they were terrible, be, because he just you know I'm I'm not sure that he's a viable solution for this team. Landry Shamet, 16 minutes, uh, five points, one of four from three. He buried a big three uh, early in the fourth quarter to turn a 15 point lead into an 18 point lead, and to just stack up the odds against Phoenix, but. You know he uh he made it, you know he made another shot at a different point in the game but he only had five points three rebounds one assist one steal, 5 fouls I think it's just a kind of kind of matchup where you have athletic bigger players maybe a little more experienced guys like to shoot the ball and and he's going to get caught in bad matchups he's gonna get switched on to. he's going to um you know he's he's gonna have difficult experiences as a rookie his body's not NBA ready yet his skill set is sort of one dimensional, um, and you know it—it it, it, it is what it is. he you look look—you're not there. He hasn't, not you don't—you don't have him there for defense yet, or to sh- or to rebound, or to pass. You have him there to, to knock down shots because this team needs shooting. TJ McConnell, twenty-eight minutes tonight, um, seven point six assists, two turnovers, two fouls, two turnovers in twenty-eight minutes. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's that's. You know, it's better than Ben. That's uh one turnover every every 14 minutes, um whereas Ben gives you four, it's a turnover every 10 minutes, um, you know, and I'll, and obviously I'm not saying that that TJ is better than Ben, and that's, that's not even remotely what I'm trying to say. Seeing that TJ is a very efficient minute off the bench, he doesn't turn the ball over that much, um, he. You know he knows where his range is. He sits within that range and he makes plays for others tonight. Six assists. Uh, he's very he, relentless energy, and even if it's not necessarily an energy play, it's energy scoring because he's because he's making important baskets when the team needs a, needs someone to give him a, a a plug of energy off the bench, um, and. Quite simply, he's that guy for this team. I said it a thousand times, but it's it's the truth. Um, three of seven tonight from the field, one of two from the free throw line. To go along with the six assists and seven points, um, and you know, he, until Fultz is a is a definitive either solution or not, TJ is going to be your backup permanently. Um, Demetrius Jackson given some good playing time tonight because they were so short. He played 14 minutes, had eight points, one assists, but three fouls. Another Jonah Bolden stat line there. Um, he had three of three from the field, two made two two made threes. He had a great alley dunk from Ben Simmons. Ben threw him an oop, and he caught it at the rim with one hand and finished it with two hands. And it was just a really great play by uh, by by Demetrius and by Ben to not be selfish to give the kid a a, a highlight real moment and. Um, you know, they were all happy for him, and it was a testament to this team's bond and chemistry, and I, and I, it stood out to me a little bit. So where is this game decided? This game was decided, well, you could look at one thing, you could look at is as free throws, obviously. Embiid, 17 of 19. Redick, uh, no, no, Simmons, 15 of 23. Redick, 8 of 10. TJ, 1 of 2. The trio of Simmons, Embiid, and Reddick combined for um, 52 free throws. 52 of the team's 54 free throws were shot by the big three, or not by the big three, but the, you know their the three featured scores out of the four. Um, free throw shooting was was huge. They got to the line 54 times, made 41 of them. Um, they, they forced the Suns into into bad matchups and into spots where they were pressured and they had to commit fouls. Either to either you know either by accident because they don't know any better or because they were it was a t- it was a bad matchup they got stuck on Embiid about exploiting the matchups was 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 how the Sixers were able to blow this team out so early on and um, um you yeah, know that, that's really the the dominant stat line tonight like both teams made 11 threes... The Sixers shot 46% from three. The Suns shot 32% from three. The Sixers were 41 of 54 from the line for 76%. The Suns were 30 of 36 for 83.3%. The Suns made three more field goals overall. Um, So obviously the scoring, the biggest disparity there is just the free throws. The The Sixers made 11 more free throws. They shot 18 more. The offensive rebounds, the Suns had five more, but the Sixers had twelve more defensive rebounds. And so, as per usual, Embiid's ability to keep team to keep the opponent off of the offensive glass. In this case, being DeAndre Ayton and Co. Um, Ayton had uh, seven offensive rebounds and four defensive rebounds for eleven total. Um, obviously that 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 stat line doesn't follow what I'm trying to say, but. Obviously, you know what I what I mean is that he's able to keep pretty much all of Phoenix off of the off of the glass, off of the offensive glass for the game. They had thirteen offensive rebounds, and so and, and you know all most of it. In fact, all of it pretty much was was Aiton. He had seven of them. That's six for everybody else. So while Aiton's going to exploit some matchups better than others, and get the offensive rebound. Largely, the MB was able to keep the entire Suns team off the offensive glass. And so, it's one and done possessions for the Sixers, or for, or for the Suns. Sixers come down, make shots. And that's what happened tonight. And they either, they either, either got to the line, which is really what happened in the storyline. The Sixers overall um, out-rebounded them by seven. They out-assisted the Suns by five. The Suns had one more steal, but and the, and the same number of blocks as the Sixers. Turnovers: Sixers had two more, but the Suns had four more fouls. And so, really, statistically speaking, this game is not terribly lopsided, and it makes sense because the Suns were, t- turned a thirty-point deficit into a, a five-point game. And so, while it makes sense that that they not that you know, the stats aren't that, uh, you know. There's a There is not a huge disparity in the stats. This game wasn't as close as it as it actually was. Did that make sense? And a lo- another reason, why they uh, you know while they were in it, while, while the Suns weren't able to run, is because the the Sixers did a great job of, of planning for Brett for uh, for Devin Booker. They were able. They called timeouts with he went on a run. They defended him the right way. I saw a little bit of hedge, a little bit of, um, a little bit of uh, switch, a little bit of everything on, on Booker, and he and while well, he got his, he had thirty seven points tonight, while well, albeit on seventeen free throws he took, he made he made fifteen of them. A lot of it was exploiting shitty defenders and 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 Bolden and Cork and um, and Landry, but. He was not making tons of shots and wasn't helping them run and wasn't putting the Sixers in this pressure situation where they had to shut him down, and it didn't feel like he had the momentum tonight. And ultimately, that helped them stifle the Suns' offense for the first half. And b- before they really mounted their run, but they mounted their run obviously too late. And so, with 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 that, the Sixers then offensively game planned, and their offensive game plan was to bury the paint. They wanted to get the Suns as far down the paint as they possibly could and make them commit fouls or just dunk on them. They buried Ben Simmons in the paint tonight. He scored, uh, you know, there were times where there was a bad matchup and they just fouled him because they knew they had no chance. And he got to the line. There were times when he um, was able to get easy dunks. There are times when they just simply when they when they drew the the, the big the bay out to the perimeter the Sixers did, and then Ben got an easy lane for, for a dunk. Embiid is obviously sensational. He drew a ton of fouls tonight, and he made the Suns' lives hell on the uh, on the on the uh, the block and protect and and made it made it impossible for them to to protect the paint, and that's where the game is won. The the, the the emphasis on getting the ball low and deep in the paint and putting them in a pressure situation where they have to foul to, to prevent you from getting up or they have to just let you score. And it makes for an efficient shooting night. It makes for a high-scoring night for your, for your best players. And the Suns had absolutely no way to combat that. And so with that, the Sixers... Win at 132 to 127. They improved 25 and 14 on the season, nine and 11 on the road. The Suns dropped to nine and 30, five and 15 on their home court. The Sixers will be in action again on Saturday night. Two days rest. They are on the plane home from Phoenix as we speak. Um. The Mavericks are their opponent on Saturday. It's a 7.30 tip-off. Um, Mavericks are 18-19. and 19, They are 3-16 and 16 away from home. So it should be a win, and it'll be an interesting matchup as they have DeAndre Jordan, although Embiid should eat him alive, and they have Luka Doncic, the, the outstanding rookie um, for the Mavs. Sixers win, it, Sixers win it tonight, 132-127. to 127. Embiid, 43 points and 18 rebounds to lead the way. And I bet you Embiid probably... Actually, doesn't like beer because he's one of those anti-alcohol people. I don't know what they're called, but he, he doesn't like alcohol. But if he did, he probably like beer. And if you like beer, he should probably go check out the King Cobra. King Cobra is... A shotgunning tool that makes the perfect hole in under a second. You could also use it as a tab puller, a vent puncher, and it even fits on a keychain. I would tell him to go check him out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. He has a lot of you know he just signed a five-year extension last year. So he has a ton of money to work with, but i give him a ten percent discount because I love JoJo. And I tell him, enter the code, trust the Cobra 10, that's all caps, all one word, trust the Cobra 10, and he can go pick up his own today. The Feed to Embiid, and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws, reproduction and distribution of the Feed to Embiid without my written permission, is prohibited, copyright, the Feed to Embiid, 2018.